Do you love watching sports? Well, how would you like to be able to take your favorite sports with you and watch them anywhere? In your house, on your computer, even on your smartphone for one low price. With National Programming Service, you can. That's right, for one low price, so low we can't publish it, you can take your favorite sports anywhere, anytime with you. And we even give you free installation and free premium movie channels. Don't wait. Call National Programming Service Right now, you could be up and running and watching your favorite sports and shows in just a few hours. Remember, call in the next 10 minutes and ask about our special radio offer and learn about free installation. Call right now. 800-470-7113. 800-470-7113. That's 800-470-7113. gentlemen live from the west coast it's time for ring talk live world one your inside look into combat sports yeah brought to you by the wbo the world boxing organization how about that and now the host of the longest running fight show in radio and internet history let's get him let's get him hard pedro fernandez better grab me quick before my knees give away Damas y caballeros, bienvenidos, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Ring Talk Live Worldwide Studios somewhere in parts unknown here in the North American continent. That's about all I can say straight up. For the next hour, we are not in these sports byline studios for obvious reasons. Uh, you know, nobody wants to spread things around, so we're staying at home doing our part, as are most of the talk show hosts in radio and television. So I'm just doing my thing. I hope you're doing your thing. Hope you're staying healthy. Who am I? My name is Pedro Fernandez. Welcome to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Often imitated, but <laughs> never duplicated. 35, make that 36 plus years now. Uninterrupted radio. Straight up, we're talking boxing and MMA for the next hour. And when I take talk MMA, I'm going to be going all over. Ooh, can I put this? Dana White, not not a good not a good guy, and not a good guy. I've always talked about him being like the ultimate pimp in combat sports. Actually, the ultimate pimp in sports. In fact, the only one I could find with a um, a, a light a record as close to him is maybe Barry Gordy of Motown Records. When of course Barry was pimping off the Supremes, and I mean them pimping them off as like as hookers or anything like that. But get this, these girls had five number one hits in a row, and they were playing. And they were paying for their own transportation, only getting 500 bucks a week, five number one hits in a row. What I'm trying to tell you is it's all about the money. And in combat sports and MMA, they're not getting the money. In boxing, at least some of the money does trickle down to the fighters. Straight up, you are tuned to the longest-running fight show in history, Ring Talk Live Worldwide. On the other side of the break, before I bring in boxing PhD, I'll probably spend about three to five minutes on the career, the life, the death, and Charles Sonny Liston. How did Sonny die? Was he murdered? Drug overdose? How did it happen? We'll talk about that more right after the break on Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Decision now. Let's listen. 
clarity in the world of professional boxing is spelled WBO. That's right, the World Boxing Organization is boxing's only transparent sanctioned body. You can follow the WBO on Facebook or check out their website, WBOboxing.com. This WBOboxing.com. The World Boxing Organization. Are you a 1099 contractor, business owner, or self-employed? Then you need to hear this important message. Through the Coronavirus Relief Act, you may be entitled to an advance of up to $10,000. But if you are like most hardworking Americans, you don't have time to spend hours waiting on hold and digging through government paperwork. The good news is you don't have to. SBA Coach has already done all the heavy lifting for you. Text SBA to 55444 and our two-minute survey will tell you if you qualify. Then get you started on our simple and easy application. Funds are limited, so don't miss your chance. Text SBA to 55444 or visit sbaquick.com to get your free qualification survey. We are here to help you apply to the SBA, but we are not connected or endorsed by the federal government or SBA. Again, text SBA to 55444 or visit sbaquick.com and get in line for the funding you need. Hey, so are you the type of guy that wants to look put together but doesn't want to spend hours at the mall finding new clothes? So you can look great at the office, on the road, or even just on the weekend with friends and family? I hear you. This is why there's Stitch Fix, your personal styling service that delivers hand-picked clothes right to you. Stitch Fix is simple. Sign up in just a few minutes. Tell them about the brands that work for you and even let them know what types of styles you prefer. Stitch Fix is convenient. You get great clothes delivered right to you so you can try new styles on in the comfort of your own home and make a decision without any pressure. And Stitch Fix is on your terms and priced to match your budget. There's no subscription required ever. Keep what you want and send back anything you don't. So, isn't it time you got it all together? Get started today at stitchfix.com. Stitch Fix, personal styling for men, women, and kids. Stitch Fix, personal styling for everybody. You check things all the time, like your email every 10 seconds or your ex's Instagram. But what about checking something as important as your credit? Well, Discover makes it quick, easy, and best of all, free. Discover is now offering FICO credit scores, the score used by 90% of top lenders for free, even if you're not a customer. Checking your score won't hurt your credit, and you can check each month for changes always for free. The Discover Credit Scorecard, free for everyone. Learn more at discover.com slash credit scorecard. Limitations apply. It has been said that I have two alternatives. Either go to jail or go to the Army. I'm only bold and cocky before and after fight. Let me see you close your mouth and just keep it closed. Well, you know that's impossible. No, 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 keep it closed. You know that's impossible. I'm the greatest. I'm knocking out all bones. And if you get too smart, I'll knock you out. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. He was born in 1930. At least they think he was. Some think he was born in 1926. Some say 1934. Bottom line is, Sonny Liston was an old man when he died in 1969 or 1970. Of course, he died under suspicious circumstances, but we'll go through his life and then his career and then before we get to his death. We'll make it quick. Bottom line is, this is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. My name is Pedro Fernandez. With a amateur career, just a few fights, like three and two, something like that, three and one, according to some records. Sonny Charles Liston, of course, was released from a penitentiary in St. Louis, Missouri, and of course, 
he was there because he was an arm breaker for the St. Louis mob. Got out of jail. He was taught boxing in jail. Of course, a priest got to him. That's what he alleged to have said. Anyway, a priest got to him. He learned how to box. He got out of jail, had a few bikes. And before you know it, he was a pro fighting out of St. Louis. And then, of course, became the world heavyweight champion after Floyd Patterson couldn't duck him anymore. Of course, as a pro, he went 50-4 and four with 39 KOs. An early loss was by knockout. To, uh, so I take that back. An early loss is a decision uh, in the 50s to Sonny Liston in St. Louis, Missouri. Sort of went unnoticed. Of course, the two fights that he really lost, and people remember, of course, were the two fights to one to Cassius Clay, then Cassius Clay, who became Muhammad Ali. And then, of course, the rematch to Muhammad Ali, which ended very controversially with that anchor punch, the whatever you want to call it, the bottom line is the right hand did hit him on the chin. I think Liston was unaware, and when you're not ready, you don't see a punch coming. Punches do more damage than you would imagine. But after that, after those two fights, of course, Sonny went on and fought a few more fights, and in 1969, lost to a guy named Leotis Martin. Martin, of course, was a big type of guy, an NABF, uh, saying maybe number four, number five type of guy in the world as far as world heavyweight contenders are concerned. But he was big, he was rough, and he knocked Sonny out cold in the ninth round. There was no controversy in this knockout, much like the Muhammad Ali knockout in Lewiston, Maine. Of course, that first round knockout, uh, the punch that never landed and all that kind of good stuff. No, no, no. Sonny was snoring at this time. But the bottom line is, Sonny would come back, fight again. He, of course, would fight um, Chuck Wettner. Chuck Wettner tore took Chuck Wagner apart, of course, busted his face in four or five spots. And a lot of people say that the reason why Sonny was killed was the fact that he refused to throw that fight to Chuck Wagner. That Chuck Wagner was being run by the New Jersey mob or the East Coast mob, and he refused to throw the fight. After agreeing to throw the fight, something like that, bottom line is they killed him because of the Wagner fight. Well, that's not the way it went down. Sonny Liston was at home, kicking back at home, much like everybody else. You know, he was sort of like on quarantine, just like we are right now. They don't know exactly when it was, but the last time he was seen was about December 28th, 1969, 1970. Take it back, 1970. Um, I'm not sure what happened to him after that. No, it was three or four days later, Johnny Taco, my ex-buddy, my boxing mentor, of course, the man that ran the main street gym down there in Las Vegas. He came uh, to Las Vegas from St. Louis, so we knew Sonny in St. Louis, but he told me they, they couldn't get a hold of Sonny, and Sonny didn't show up for a New Year's Eve party. It was a big New Year's Eve party at Johnny Taco's gym there. Uh, in Las Vegas on West Charleston and Main Street. But he never showed up. So when he didn't show up and Sonny's wife was out of town at the time, they say, you know, something's going on. So the wife got together and Davy Pearl got together. Remember Davy Pearl? Davy Pearl was a referee for the uh, Tommy Hearns uh, Sugar Ray Leonard first fight. He was the referee that saved Tommy Hearns in the 14th round up against the ropes there. They called him the, the bellboy from Las Vegas because when he came to Las Vegas, he was a bellboy. But when he died... A few years ago, he died like a multi-millionaire. So Davey Pearl was not only a referee, but he was the co-manager, the last manager of Charles Sonny Liston. Of course, the trainer was none other than Mr. Johnny Taco. So those two guys knocked on the door. They couldn't get in. They finally got in with a key, uh, got into the house. And when they got into the house, they found Sonny Liston on the bed nude. First of all, all the windows were locked in the house. The house was locked from the inside. In other words, it was double bolted from the inside. Somebody locked the door from the inside, apparently Sonny, and Sonny went to bed. So Sonny's laid down on the bed, according to the autopsy reports and the people that were there. He's laying down on the bed. He's nude. Tony Liston, a former world heavyweight champion, is nude. His, his, his shorts are down around his ankles. In other words, his briefs, his underwear, call them what you want, boxers. I don't know what they was wearing. I didn't remember seeing, I remember seeing a picture, but I remember seeing if they were boxers or, or briefs or anything like that. But the bottom line is his underwear was down around his ankles. 
And Sonny was nude on top of the bed, okay? And he was dead, like as in a doornail, and he had been dead for days. The bottom line is everybody's been struggling for years trying to figure out how did Sonny Liston die? Did, did the Muslims kill him? Did the mafia kill him? Did somebody in, did somebody in Las Vegas kill him on a bad debt? Did he die in a drug overdose? Of course, they, they say there was some heroin in his system, but not, not enough to kill him. I mean, all kinds of different intangibles regarding Sonny Liston's death. I'm going to lay it out to you right here real quick in about eight words. Bottom line is, Sonny Liston came and went at the same time. Shorts down around his ankles? Think about that. If you're a male, if you're a female, what are shorts doing around your, down around your ankles if you're all alone? Hmm? Well, I'm telling you like this. He came and went at the same time. Sonny Liston... The former world heavyweight champion was playing with himself and he died. He just, he just died. Hypertension, stroke, heart attack, what you want. But the bottom line is he died laying there nude on the bed with the shorts down around his ankles and you can't tell me anything different. The house being a former policeman, I looked at the, I looked at a couple of pictures of the house. Um, the, the doors weren't jammed. They weren't forced, nothing like that. None of the windows were forced. There was no forced entry. In other words, it apparently, it apparently looks to me from, from a former policeman and a licensed private investigator that that Sonny Liston died in his own hands. I mean, not not intentionally, but, you know, that's just the way I guess some people go. And if you got to go, that's not a bad way to go. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking the world of boxing and MMA. Of course, now we go from the West Coast to the East Coast to bring in the PhD of boxing, Mr. Socrates Palmer. What's up, Sock? I'm doing well, Pedro. How's everything with you? Pretty good, man. You're in the hot spot of this whole crazy stuff back there. Everything cool with the family? Yeah, you know, everything's cool. Um, you know, uh, as cool as can be, uh, trying to comply with the uh, advice given by, uh, by our elected officials, um, going out, you know, with precaution, uh, dealing with everything being overpriced, a, a dozen eggs, you, you know, if you want. Doesn't matter if you're paying anywhere north of five bucks, you know. It is what it yeah, is, they say, but uh, positive, you know, keeping a positive attitude. I mean, just, just say, listen, just like when you're constipated, this will pass. I mean, eventually this will pass. I mean, it's not going to be right away, and you're not going to be able to take milk or magnesium and wake up tomorrow morning and everything will be perfect or anything like that. What I'm trying to say is, this I think will pass, and we've all got together, and, and hey, well, I will say this. How about President Como? Your guys looking pretty good there. The governor's sort of coming across nationally as 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 a, as a leader. You know what? Much like uh, our former mayor Giuliani, um, a lot Whoa. of times crises, uh, you know, are opportunities for elected officials to shine. And and Cuomo, if anyone is really familiar with him, he's he was bred basically to be where he is. I mean, his father is a legendary figure in New York, uh, Mario Cuomo, who delivered one of the most renowned speeches at the Democratic Convention many years ago. Um, he, at one point, uh, Andrew Cuomo was married to one of the Kennedys. So he was groomed for this spot, and there has been some speculation that he may be a last-minute candidate, which I think would probably be a mistake. I think he should just yeah. bide his time and you know, waiting four years, especially the Democratic Party needs a white knight at this point. They need somebody. And, um, let's, yeah, let's shift gears. Almost, he's a good uh, talker. All right, let's shift gears for a second. The Kennedy curse continues, man. And two people, two members of the Kennedy family died this week. They were in some boating accident or something like that. 
man, this family, they should talk about people that should be in the house. They should be on quarantine forever. That poor family's jinxed. Yeah, it's, I mean, there's, there's a lot of offspring. That's one thing. You know, the Kennedy family is a large family. But yeah, it's just very sad. You know, very sad uh, with what's happened to them. Um, I think, I think Robert Kennedy Jr. was skiing downhill much like Sonny Bono, Sonny and Cher, and ran into a tree. Now, I've never got this. Are you a big skier, Sock? Never. Never, never. Okay. Never been on I, I did, I did it one time. Okay, and it was cross country skiing, and that was too much work. And that downhill skiing is crazy because you can run into a tree, much like Sonny, much like Sonny Bono, and and Robert Kennedy Jr. The bottom line is trees don't move. Yeah, tree, trees are pretty uh, strong. <laughs> you know, I remember uh, the Mike Tyson wrapped uh, one of his uh, Rolls Royces around one. You know, it's, trees have good chins. Yeah, um, but I think I, I think it was wasn't it, I think it was a, uh, a football game or something that that one of the Kennedys died. I think he ran into a tree playing football in the snow or something like that. Something Man, freak accident. Yeah, exactly. That's crazy. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Is coming to you initially, originally, supposedly from the Sports Byline Studios, but I'm somewhere parts unknown in North America. Of course, coming to you from the Coronavirus Studios. That's what we're calling us now. Check it out. It's my bedroom. <laughs> We're having a good time, though. You tune to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, the PhD of boxing. Boxing's only PhD. I want Mr. Socrates Bomb for the Bronx Bomber returns after the break. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, and Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, and SB Nation Sports. And if we cannot end now our differences, at least we can help make the world safe for diversity. For in the final analysis, our most basic common link is that we all inhabit this small planet. We all breathe the same air. We all cherish our children's futures. And we are all mortal. Imagine this is your money. And someone wants to take it from you. Who is it? The IRS. They want your money. And guess what? They can legally take it. All of it if they want. Remember, they sent you that letter that said, hey, you owe us a bunch of cash and we're going to take it from you. So what do you do? Fight back by letting our team of experts at the tax helpline work it out with the IRS so you can keep your money. And we're good at what we do. When you hire us, you get a team of guys on your side that know the IRS laws and will fight to save your money. So if you owe the IRS a ton of cash and you want to keep it, call right now and learn for free how we can help you put it back in your pocket. 800-932-1749. 800-932-1749. That's 800-932-1749. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down. 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. 
When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. Matthew. Huh? Oh, sorry. It's okay. I just need you to listen to me. I know that a lot of times, Mom, it might not seem like I'm listening to you, but I am. I hear you. And what you say really does matter to me. I mean, let's be honest. No kid likes rules, but I get why we have them. I hear you, and I know it's because you care. All the talks we've had over the years, including what you've told me about not using alcohol and other drugs, they stick with me. And believe it or not, they really do make a difference, especially at times that matter most. Hey, want a drink? No thanks, I'm good. So thank you, Dad for talking and preparing me for what's ahead. Thanks, Mom, for never giving up and always being my biggest fan. Thank you for letting me know what you expect so I can try to meet your expectations. Thank you for talking. For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samhsa.gov. Hardest hustle anything is boxing, dog. I don't know what you do for a living, but pretty sure ain't nobody punching you all in your eyes. I watched one fight. Roy Jones got hit so hard, my TV moved. He was asleep like he got knocked out of the club. The ref was like 241. 242. Roy was snoring. He was really knocked out. He was laying there so long, they had to start another fight. Roy was still there. Fighters had to dance around Roy. Earthquake, courtesy of, of course, HBO, of course, Home Box Office back in the day. Now it's HBO, but back in the day it was Home Box. Do you have Home Box Office? Yeah, I have Home I wonder why the price are on Home Box Office. What's that? Home Box Office. Wow, that was a stranger back in the 70s. Of course, now it's just HBO. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. My name is Pedro Fernandez. I want to report from Belarus. Of course, the country of Belarus, they have a combat sports card today. I'm talking about... Kickboxing. I can't believe these people are idiots, but they're going to throw an actual public kickboxing uh, event involving Alexander Usnov today in, as I speak. Take that back. Usnov's just involved with the promotion. There's uh, Peter Misko is going to be the headliner against Kermil Cuts. These guys are super middleweights, 168 pounds. But the bottom line is one, two, three, four, five fights on this card, and they'll be doing this in public. I mean, I don't know what more to say. I'm just like baffled by it all. Why people want to go out there when we prove, I think it's been proven that if we stay in, we can sort of like not have a rush at the emergency room and less of us will die. Bottom line is, it seems to be working. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, your inside look into the world of boxing and MMA. Before I ask you to expand on your weekly thoughts, Mr. PhD, what do you think of that card in Belarus? You know, it's funny. Last, uh, on Tuesday, I was watching uh, Viceland, and I very rarely watched the channel until they started doing um, these really good uh, wrestling documentaries. Mm-hmm. So afterwards, they had this thing called Viceland News, and it's kind of like out of the ordinary news, you know, and 
they, ironically, they spotlighted Belarus. Belarus, I wasn't aware that their president is actually one of the last dictators in Europe. And it's not just kickboxing that they're doing. The professional hockey league is, is still playing, and there's soccer. So, <laughs> and, you know, and, and he, the president, is very headstrong. He says, vodka and working in the fields, you'll be okay. So, Ooh. you know, and, uh, and, and, and the soccer games, people are attending. And not only are they attending, people from across Europe, because it's the only game in town, <laughs> they're traveling. It was, it was very interesting. They're sitting, but like maybe two people in a row. And that's it. It's, it's very strange. It's just scattered heads all over the stadium. It was very bizarre. But, hey, you know, uh, at least, you know, someone's... Yes. The, I'm sure the bookies are happy. And, uh, bizarre, yeah, bizarre times, no doubt about the world of wrestling. Of course, WrestleMania took place last weekend in front of nobody. Did you get a chance to watch any of that? I did, in and out. Um, a couple of matches that, that were interesting. It, it, I mean, you know, you, you have a mixed opinion on it. But the one thing, as far as as far as I, I, I could be wrong, that wrestlers, are, at least in WWE, they're probably don't have the same type of contracts like MLB or NBA players. And if they're not working, they're not getting paid. And I'm sure they do get paid pretty handsomely. And when you have a, a standard of living to maintain, you know, that, that mortgage isn't going anywhere. You know, those car notes are not going anywhere. Um, I appreciated, you know, their effort. You know, uh, definitely strange to see wrestlers posing in front of a, uh, Without a crowd, not getting a reaction, but it, it was it was decent, and I applaud the uh, the athletes. I'm sure some of them probably may have preferred not to be there, but you know it's uh, it was it was something to watch. Something to okay, watch. Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns decided he wasn't going to be there. I'm talking about the man born Liati Joseph Joe Anoa uh, Anoe. Of course, he said, yeah, "I'm out of this." He wasn't feeling well. Of course, he had some health issues beforehand, but he was going to risk his compromised immune system. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, he was—he recently, um, his leukemia was in remission. Um, I mean, I don't think these are times that you can actually obligate anyone to work, you know. And and he's a young man in terms of life, and he was in a movie recently with Dwayne Johnson. So I'm sure his his portfolio is pretty. He, he has room, you know, to do things outside of wrestling. Maybe that some other guys don't, you know. So, but it's funny, you know. It, it, that was probably one of the few live things you could watch, but uh, a lot of boxing fans have been relegated to watching fights on YouTube, and ESPN was running some old shows and uh, classic boxing and Showtime doing the same thing. I caught myself watching Ray Mercer versus Burt Cooper. That was a great fight. I mean, you have to be a boxing nerd to really uh, throw that in the same... Uh, realm of classic throwback fights, but what a really entertaining fight. Uh, Ray Mercer, underrated in terms of uh, being one of the better heavyweights of that era. And Burke mm-hmm. Cooper, just, I mean, tougher than a $2 steak, you know, as a, an old wrestling uh, term. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bert, Bert was a trip. I was with Bert over in China, and I could smell crack going by his room. They were smoking crack in China. Him and that crazy manager, his Elvis Phillips, whatever his name was. They were. I, mean, I couldn't believe it. It was a death penalty. I told you we were in a bar over there, and his promoter says, "Hey, you want to get high?" I said, "I don't think so, man." And he goes, "Oh, I got some blow." I went, ah! So I took this girl I was with. We got in a cab, and we just we just ran. I mean, I ran from the club. I was. I was, cause it's the death penalty over there. It's not like, hey, you know, we'll give you a citation and you come to court. Yeah, they're kind of strict overseas. When it comes to certain things, you know. No, no, um, for Kane. Huh? Yeah, and, and, you know, when you bring up Ray Mercer, that Tommy Morrison fight, of course, Tommy getting ready to take on the entire world. They thought he was in the second coming of God. And of course he ran into Ray Mercer, but, Man, I remember, I remember that, the uh, Tony, Tony Perez was a referee and he was letting, letting Mercer just tee off on, on him. So I ran from the ninth row across the ring and I yelled and got Larry Hazard's attention. I said, Larry, stop the fight, stop the fight, stop the fight. So Larry had to jump up on the ring apron finally and stop the fight. But I think that fight would still be going had I not gotten, cause I just watched some guy die like a few months earlier, you know, it was Rico Velasquez. I didn't just see it again. I was watching the Grim Reaper was circling the ring that night in Atlantic City and he was going to take, uh, Tommy Morrison if somebody didn't step in and do something. And obviously the officials weren't doing nothing. They were sitting there like reading the newspaper. It must have been the same boxing clinic, the referee clinic, uh, the one that did Jerry Cooney and, uh, Ken Norton. Uh, the same, I mean, it's, it's like they became spectators, like, <laughs> like, <laughs> That no, was, uh, yeah, yeah. I like, sort of like wrestling referees, you know, like when something's going on right in front of them and they're oblivious to it, you know, like they didn't see the razor blade, you know, stuff like that. You know, <laughs> come on. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, pretty pretty bad. Uh, I remember my my friends and I always have an inside joke when when Steve Smoke used to ref. It was like to the death, you know. That's uh, well, it's a tough job being a ref, but you got to be got to be awake at all times. How could Smoger be be taken off the bench as a judge in Pennsylvania and yet be and for unethical uh, issues, jacking up bail on minority candidates and minority defendants and things like that? And then he he's allowed to officiate boxing matches. I never he knew I had him on that one. I chased him for years on that one, and every time he saw me, he used to smile. But deep down inside, I know what he was saying. Hmm. Uh. That's a good question. There's a lot of guys in boxing from dubious backgrounds, and uh, we, yeah, that's that's that's, that's rough. And, and and imagine in all places being in a boxing ring, we have more minorities probably working in front of you than any other uh, sport. So. Yeah, as a judge, he was rough on minorities in in in, in, uh, in signing bails. He'd always sign like higher bails on minorities than he would non-minorities. Bottom line is, you got a word for, you got a word of wisdom before I let you go this week. Word of wisdom. Uh, let's stay positive, you know. And uh, like you said, we'll, we will get through this. And I believe that we are turning the corner pretty soon. And, uh, you know, God speed to everybody. And, uh, you know, hopefully we'll be talking about boxing, <laughs> about upcoming fights. Pedro, the thank you for having me on. You're the best. No, man, you are. That is the PhD of boxing, folks. Boxing's only PhD, the lone PhD of boxing, Mr. Socrates Palmer, a.k.a. the Bronx Palmer. You are tuned to Ring Talk, a production of the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, of course, coming to you from the unknown studios, parts of the unknown, somewhere in Northern California. Take that back. We're coming to you from my bedroom. I mean, it's, a, it's about as simple as that. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide via Skype. You are tuned to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Oh.
I guarantee you there's no problem. Clarity in the world of professional boxing is spelled WBO. That's right, the World Boxing Organization is boxing's only transparent sanctioned body. You can follow the WBO on Facebook or check out their website, WBOboxing.com. That's WBOboxing.com. The World Boxing Organization. Hey, so are you the type of guy that wants to look put together but doesn't want to spend hours at the mall finding new clothes? So you can look great at the office, on the road, or even just on the weekend with friends and family? I hear you. This is why there's Stitch Fix, your personal styling service that delivers hand-picked clothes right to you. Stitch Fix is simple. Sign up in just a few minutes. Tell them about the brands that work for you and even let them know what types of styles you prefer. Stitch Fix is convenient You get great clothes delivered right to you, so you can try new styles on in the comfort of your own home and make a decision without any pressure. And Stitch Fix is on your terms and priced to match your budget. There's no subscription required ever. Keep what you want and send back anything you don't. So, isn't it time you got it all together? Get started today at stitchfix.com. Stitch Fix, personal styling for men, women, and kids. Stitch Fix, personal styling for everybody. I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. You check things all the time, like your email every 10 seconds or your ex's Instagram. But what about checking something as important as your credit? Well, Discover makes it quick, easy, and best of all, free. Discover is now offering FICO credit scores, the score used by 90% of top lenders for free, even if you're not a customer. Checking your score won't hurt your credit, and you can check each month for changes always for free. The Discover Credit Scorecard, free for everyone. Learn more at discover.com slash credit scorecard. Limitations now, apply. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Dr. Fernandez, outside call on line nine. Dr. Fernandez, outside call on line nine. This is some of the new Tower of Power, of course, 51 years of funk. I'm talking about the Godfathers from the East Bay. Mr. Oakland, California, Mr. Oakland, California, Mr. Mila Castillo and his band. Check them out, towerofpower.com. They got a couple new albums out. 
Not one, but two I hear. I haven't heard the second one, but the first one rocked pretty well. Bottom line is you are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide all across America, Canada, Puerto Rico. That's the way it used to be. I was in Canada, Puerto Rico, and the Virgin Islands. Then we went worldwide, like in 1992, to 160 countries. That's what the Internet opened, opened up at. And they were telling me, how, you're on the Internet. You're on the Internet. Bottom line is now it's like 198 countries worldwide. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Often imitated, but never duplicated. Now, this week, Dana White was put in a spot. Who is Dana White? Of course, he is the pimp extraordinaire of the man that runs the face of the USC, the Ultimate Fighting Championship. Of course, he's the president. Uh, he is the one of the co-founders. He had 10% of the company originally. Of course, the company was sold for $4.2 billion, which I think roughly is like $42.5 million for him or something like that. That's a lot of money. Or $420 million. Either way, I'm not a good mathematician. Bottom line is Dana White got fat on the sale of the USC to those people that bought what I thought was a pink elephant. Anyway, bottom line is Dana thought he was going to put on fights, even though they said don't put on fights. Of course, the CDC, uh, the government said don't put on fights, don't put on anything where more than 10 people are involved, people that don't know each other, they should just stay apart and not have contact, this kind of good stuff. But no, no, Dana White went to Brazil a few weeks ago, a fortnight ago, of course, in the midst of this, this epidemic, this pandemic, and uh, decided he would throw a card down there. Of course, he threw the card wasn't too well received by some people. Other people in Brazil thought it was cool. Bottom line is we don't know what the repercussions of that are going to be as far as the numbers of those possibly infected is concerned. But he wanted to come back to the United States here. He said he was going to come back April the 18th. It was going to be his first card at Lamore, California. Of course, there's a, a, a little Indian, I can't remember the name is, but there's an Indian uh, casino down there that used to show a lot of boxing. In fact, I remember seeing Andre Ward down there, <clears throat> I think in the second or third professional fight. Anyway, um, it's down around Bakersfield, Fresno, somewhere around it. It's in the middle part of the state. So, so Dana had come up with a deal with these people as far as running this, this casino where he was going to put on his fights there. All right. And the casino said, cool. You know, the casino said, we don't worry about people coming. People can come here. Uh, we're not going to adhere to any, uh, social distancing, nothing like that. So Dana said, yeah, right on. I'm down with it. So Dana White was down with this until Disney or, uh, the parent company, of course, that owns basically it. They, they gave, they gave USC a billion bucks in a TV contract. So they sort of call the shots. So the guy from Disney and the guy from ESPN called Dana White a couple of days ago and said, listen, pal, you're pulling the plug. And he said, no, 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 I'm not going to pull the plug. I'm not, I'm not doing it. I'm doing, listen, you know, the president said, it, I'm serious. He used, he invoked the president. Dana White invoked the president in his discussions with both ESPN and Disney. They were trying to tell him nicely that he couldn't put the fight card on. They're trying to put him, not put it to him nicely, getting him to withdraw it nicely. In other words, he wouldn't do it that way. So they had to say, look, pal, it's either like this. Either you get rid of that card and make all the stuff disappear until everything's right again, or, or, or we're going to cancel your contract. And guess what? That sort of worked with Dana White. Money talks with Dana, no doubt about that. So Dana was put in his place, put in his place. He has been reduced to the, the little piece of crap that he is. I mean, he just is. I mean, here's a guy that, that came out of East Boston. He, uh, West Boston, East or West, one of the, one of the boroughs. Anyway, he, uh, he ran a amateur boxing gym back there and some, some, uh, some mafia guys decided they were Whitey Bulger and his people decided they were going to lean on him for money. They wanted protection money. Well, Dana couldn't give him the 2500 a month. Dana said I couldn't give you 25 or 250 a month, let alone 2500 a month. Anyway, uh, the mafia ran Dana out of town. That's how Dana ended up broke and in Las Vegas. Of course, he met the Fertitas and they came together and formed the USC. 
uh, bought the UFC for like a couple of million bucks. And of course, it's now it's worth $4.2 billion. So their investment definitely paid off. But Dana's been a control freak from day one. I remember when I had the advertising contract with, with the UFC, and Dana came to me and said, listen, you either take a, uh, 80% cut right now, or you just have this contract run. I think the contract was for another like 36 weeks. It was a one-year contract, a 52-week contract. And there was like 36 weeks left in the contract. And Danny came to me and said, you know, we're going to either cut this back like – he wanted to cut it back 70%. I, those were the numbers, 70%. I ain't going for that. So I had the contract for another 36 weeks. I took it. Um, I stayed at the, the full rate. Since then, Dana and I haven't been pals according to Dana. I think he's a good guy. He's not involved in controlling sports and like that. I mean, he was just some punk ass trainer from, uh, from, uh, East Boston when he came to Las Vegas and was just groping around and, and, uh, and bumming from boxing gym to boxing gym. I mean, he was okay then, but once you gave that guy some power, once you gave him the money, once you gave him the authority, he started pimple people off. And I mean pimple people off. This guy's worse than, than any, than any pimp you would find in any major, major, uh, City in, San, in, in, in the world. I'm talking about Detroit, San Francisco, LA, New York City, Paris, anywhere you got hoes working the streets, I guess you got pimps behind them, right? Well, guess what? Anywhere you got the UFC working, the main pimp, the only pimp is Dana White. He's the only one. You don't take the fights he says he wants you to take. Guess what? He gets rid of you. They find a way to get rid of you. Look what he did to Chris Cyborg Santos, considered the most dominant women, women's fighter. In the history of the sport. Of course, she got into that fight with Amanda Nunes, got knocked out one round, which I think had a lot to do with the fact that her training camp was changed in the last week. Here's a girl that comes down from 180 pounds, so she's cutting weight that last week. She probably cut about 20, 25 pounds that last week, maybe 20. Okay, so she's cutting all this weight, and they tell her like six days before the fight, we're switching locations. The fight's now going to be not in Las Vegas. It's going to be in Anaheim, in in, uh, in er- er- uh, Inglewood, California at the at the Forum. Because they couldn't get John Jones legal, legally licensed in, in Nevada because of steroid issues. Bottom line is they upended this girl's training camp, took her to back to California. She got knocked out quick style. I'm not trying to say she wouldn't have got knocked out at all. What I'm trying to say is you just don't do that to an athlete. But Dana White is a pimp. And then, of course, afterwards he cons Cyborg Santos into taking one fight. He tells her, you've only got one fight left in your contract. She goes, yeah, I want the, the rematch with Amanda Nunes. And Dana said, no, 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 take this other fight first, then we'll, then we'll talk about the rematch. So what does he do? He gives her the other fight, and then, of course, he screws her. He, he, he decides he doesn't want to do business with her again. He says, guess what? Your contract's up with me. I don't need you anymore. Bottom line is, Dana White is a piece of, piece of spit, and you can spell spit with an H. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking at the world of boxing, MMA. You know, earlier, I brought up Sonny List, and somebody said to me, uh, how did he die? Of course, he died of natural causes at his own hand. But in 1968, he came to San Francisco to fight Henry Clark. And I'll never forget this because my father said to me, he goes, you know, Henry Clark is going to be, uh, Henry Clark is going to fight, um, Sonny Liston. And he said, Henry Clark is going to get killed, just in that blah, 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 blah. So we went down to the gym and I remember watching Sonny Liston train. This was 1968. It was real quiet. Other guys had trained. It was noise in the gym. When Sonny Liston trained, it was real quiet. So he knocks out Henry Clark in seven rounds. <clears throat> and the reason why I bring up Henry Clark is that Henry Clark and I had some issues, uh, later, I guess about 1992. I was promoting boxing with, uh, Nanette, Annette Moss and Nanette Moss at the Longshoreman's Hall in San Francisco. Of course, I was down there on the France Fisherman's Wharf waterfront promoting boxing cars down there. And I gave Henry Clark, I gave him 10 free tickets. Now here's 10 cops, you know, and I didn't have to, but I gave them to him, right? So 
here I am wondering, why is that back door to the arena open and people are running in like in mass? I mean, what's going on here? There must have been like, I must have watched like 65 or 70 people run through my door. I'm the promoter. And 65, like, holy cow, man, that's, that could be my, that's the difference between making money and not making money. 65, I, mean, I kid you not. So there's about 45, maybe 40 or 60 people just came rushing in. And I opened up the door and, and Henry's standing there with some money in his hand. So Henry had actually took some money from these people. Henry Clark, a former heavyweight contender fighting out of San Francisco. He actually took money from these people, got somebody to open up the exit door for him. Okay. And then he snuck all these people in. All right. And when one of my security guards went over to him, he said, hey, I'm Henry Clark. What are you going to do about it? Well, I walked up to Henry Clark. I wasn't having none of that. Henry put up his hand. Bang. Henry got decked. I took the money from Henry. I said, this is it, Henry. You're not coming in tonight. Have a nice night. That was the last time I think I saw Henry Clark. Of course, he would die a few years later, um, basically of diabetes and a couple other health conditions. But, you know, what can I say? Put your hands up against me. I don't care, man. You come at me. You're the former head. You, you, you're like, you're Muhammad Ali's sparring partner. You're coming at me. I'm throwing. And I threw and he went down. That's all there was to that. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking the world of boxing, MMA. As I said, boxing or kickboxing in Belarus, which is a bit of a, uh, <clears throat> It's not good, but as, as Socrates said earlier, they're playing soccer and all that other kind of good stuff. So sport world is alive and well in Belarus. I hope that the population doesn't suffer because of that, because, you know, I think the, the social distancing thing is working. So if you're not doing it, please do it. And not only for, not, not just, just for you, but for the people around you. I mean, this is, this is about other people as well. You know, when you go out, you don't wear a mask because you're worried about, uh, somebody uh, picking some up. You want to wear, wear a mask to show respect for other people and say, you know, I'm wearing this mask so in case I was to sneeze or cough or something like that. No little bubbles will go floating around the room and that kind of good stuff. And if you watch an illustration of how that's done, if somebody sneezes or somebody coughs, man, it goes all over the room. I mean, all over the room, 15 feet in every direction sometimes. So what I'm trying to tell you is nobody can underestimate what we're going through right now. So take every precaution that you can. You are to the Ring Talk live worldwide. You're inside looking at the world of boxing and MMA. Of course, this is the Saturday edition. Who am I? <laughs> My name is Pedro Fernandez. I'm an award-winning writer. I think twice North American Writer of the Year, WBC writer. I can go on and on, by the way. I don't want to talk about my awards. My accolades, four-time Golden Glove champion, United States Police Boxing Champion, came in second in the World Games. Of course, they robbed me down there. I do want to mention that, though. Man, they robbed me in Arizona. I'll, I'll never forget that. I will never forget that. I knocked this guy down in the first and the third round, and they gave him a split decision. I kid you not. And they went to give me the silver medal, and I stepped away in the silver medal. If the ring was still standing in Tucson, Arizona, the that gold medal would still be standing in the center of the ring because I refused to pick it up. That was a big – of all the times I got robbed, and I mean, I got robbed. I got disqualified a couple times when I was beating guys to death. They should have arrested me for domestic violence, not disqualified me, Okay. But you know, of all the times I got robbed, that one, that one, that one, that one, that one, that one bites a little bit because that was for the world police title. And I thought that was a bit of a ripoff. I don't know if I told you or not, but they didn't weigh us in for that fight. I showed up for the weigh-in, <clears throat> and there was no weigh-in. They go, "You fighting? You fighting so and so?" I said, well, "Where's so and so?" I go over and there's a big, tall dude from Liverpool, England. Some big, tall cop from Liverpool, England. Big, tall, lanky white dude, oh, obviously from Liverpool. And I said to myself, "How much does he weigh?" He was 147. I said, he didn't weigh, he made a weight, he might have weighed 147 like 20 pounds away. He's like over 160. He's gotta be. Where's the scale? Uh oh, we don't have a scale. What, what do you mean you don't have a scale? This is how they were gonna get me. They were gonna put me in a fight with a guy that was so much bigger than me, they thought I couldn't beat him. 
Okay, so I chopped him down not once but twice. And I should have just stopped him in that third round, but I wanted to punish him a little bit more because these people really put me through all kinds of hoops. I kid you not. I flew in from Tucson, Arizona for this weigh-in a day early, and there was no weigh-in. Imagine that. There's not a scale. They weighed us in according to looks. Now, you look like you're about weight. You look like you're about weight. Bottom line is you know, yeah. They ripped me off the day now. We'll never, ever, ever forget that. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide, the Saturday edition of Ring Talk Live Worldwide, of course. Sunday, we come to you for two hours. Sunday, 11 a.m. Pacific time. Two hours on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, of course. If anything ever goes down, you can always go to sportsbyline.com and hit the Listen Live button because we got it going on, of course, 24-7 as far as Sports Byline programs concerned. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide coming to you from the city, by the way. Not really. Somewhere near the city, by the way. We'll just put it to you like that. Of course, parts unknown because of the coronavirus uh, outbreak. I hope that you're staying safe. We are. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live on Sports Byline. So you can break a second down to 100 pieces. So, you know, that's quick. So four 100, they got a machine that goes like real quick. And it counts real quick, you know, real quick. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right. Call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober, and all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912. 800-403-5912. 800-403-5912. That's 800-403-5912. Here's a great way to save money on your prescription medications. If you take Viagra or Cialis, we can give you a way to pay as little as $2 a pill. Compare that to prices as high as $60 per tablet. These pills work for men and women to improve their sexual performance. And now for the price of two or three pills, you can get nearly 100. There's no need to pay expensive prices for Viagra or Cialis. Call now with your prescription and pay as little as $2 a pill. We offer 24-7 service and always free delivery and confidential packaging. Change your life for the better and have fun. 
Call Pharmacy Shop 24-7 to get generic versions of Viagra or Cialis for as little as $2 a pill, plus free discreet shipping. 800-709-4409. That's 800-709-4409. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Miss you a lot. It's been long this is Lenny Williams' latest tune. Debuted on the show a couple of weeks ago, so it'll come out April on digital. It doesn't come out. I guess there, ain't, there really aren't record stores anymore. When I was going up, there were record stores, Tower Records and Rasputin Records, all kind of good stuff. Ain't too many record stores around anymore where you can buy records, per se, so I guess you got to do the stuff digitally. But Lenny's song has taken off. It sounds really good, and, of course, I really uh, thank you for making me part of that. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking the world of box and the MMA. Need to do a couple of things today? Um, get out of the house. Get in your car. You don't have to, like, associate with people or mingle with people or come in contact with people. But get in your car. Maybe put your dog in the car, you know, and drive around a little bit. Hey, that's a little exercise of mine. I'm going to go see Jose's mom. Not see Jose's mom, but drop her off some coffee and some pastries and Hector's mom as well. And, you know, you got that sort of therapeutic for me. Find something that's therapeutic for you to do that you can do without having contact with anybody. That's just the way it is. And for the next few weeks, let's remain diligent. And we remain diligent. We remain safe and nice and healthy. No doubt about that. You are tuning to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, the Saturday edition of Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Come to you live, of course, at 11 a.m. Pacific Time. That's 2 p.m. Eastern Time. And then, of course, Sunday, we come to you at 11 a.m. Pacific Time for two hours live on Sports Violin. Speaking of the Sunday edition, I will feature the retired HBO Godfather. That's right. The icon himself, Mr. Hall of Fame. Man, Mr. Larry Merchant will be here tomorrow. Of course, Larry Unplugged. We went unplugged with Larry last weekend. When I do Larry Unplugged, let me tell you like this. I never, I, he never knows. He's 89 years old. We don't, we don't talk about what we're going to discuss. I just throw stuff at him. It's like throwing stuff at the wall. And guess what? Larry never messes up, man. Larry's the, the, the I kind of put it, the ultimate when it comes to guests. Larry Merchant is this king. And he'll be here tomorrow morning. Of course, on Ring Talk Live, Worldwide, the Sunday edition, hour number one. Hour number one to two tomorrow on Sports Byline beginning at 11 a.m. Pacific time. My name is Pedro Fernandez. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. We'll also delve into the, uh, <clears throat> some of the personal issues of boxers right now and what they're doing as far as the, you know, not being able to make money. Are promoters paying fighters still? Do fighters get paid when they get in the ring? What's the story on fighters getting paid? Well, we'll go into that in depth tomorrow on Ring Talk Live Worldwide, the Sunday edition. 11 a.m. Pacific time, 2 p.m. Eastern time, live on Sports Byline. So next time, keep your hands up, keep your chin down. Most importantly, keep that buddy of yours off the canvas of life. My name is Pedro Fernandez. Thank you for listening to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Maybe we could take it slow. Do you want to catch a ride?